Monday to all. We are here once again. Welcome to Mentorship Mondays with Michelle and Marin. Hi, Marin. It's so good to see you. Let me tell you what, you look really good. You well, thank look you. happy, peppy, not sick. You're looking really good. Well, thank you. And and actually I feel a lot better. Um I'll tell you last week, so when we had our last episode, as we know. I was just coming out of COVID and I it ran through my whole family. So, you know, if you, if you're just catching this episode and didn't see the last one, check it out. So you can hear my whole story there. But I really, really, you know, even after our episode of talking, I was like, I'm really ready to really get back to the basics and to really get ready for this new chapter of my life, which we're all experiencing a new chapter in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I'm making a lot of changes as well to, I was put on a lot of medications through my cancer treatment and I pretty much got myself off of everything there and not to say there's anything wrong. Just so anyone hearing this, nothing wrong with medications. It's, you know, something that may work for us at one time in our life. We mm -hmm. change and we vibrationally shift and it's no longer good for us or working for us. So I've done a lot of that assessment and I've done it in many different cycles. So this one's a big one because there's a couple medications that are not easy to come off of. And so I'm, I'm working through that as well. Long story short, I incorporated two things. I incorporated, of course, the grounding. And yeah. I have done that religiously. Not only myself, but my family, my husband, my mother, that we are out and walking outside with bare feet more than like consciously more than what we would have. And I found myself desiring it. Like I found myself yes. really like drawn to it. And that I thought of you, Marin, when you were talking about how you would go out and water your garden in bare feet so when i go out at night to put some water on i'm like oh why would i why would i wear shoes like why yeah. i want to feel all of this and you know my husband and i were talking about it and he was saying that he had always felt even though he didn't really you know wasn't going through the metaphysical understanding or the energy understanding but he always knew that putting his feet on the ground or laying on the ground felt good it was doing yeah. something for him but he never understood. So yes, we did watch that movie or oh, documentary. Good. Yeah, good. we watched it. Wasn't I it took good? lots of notes. Yes. Yes, it was very yeah. good. And I passed that along to my parents because with my father being in the wheelchair, I talked to him and explained yeah. to him about the rubber wheels and all of these things. So we've got grounding yeah. mats coming for my parents and everything too. So thank you. And thank yes, you to Spirit you because welcome. that, that really, really helped. Yes. So we have made huge changes too. So like last night we were all outside enjoying the nice night and the boys didn't have shoes on. And then I took my shoes off and we were kind of playing like tag in the backyard. And my husband comes out and he's wearing these like rubber croc type shoes. And I was like, you're not allowed to play with us unless you take those off. And so he took them off and we all played for like an hour tag in our backyard. Awesome. And then we just came in and we, it, 
you know, he's a doer and the clean guy. So he like had a little soapy towel for all of us. And we just wiped our feet off when we came back in, you know, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, how awesome that we got a full yes. hour playing outside with our shoes off. It was just that's, so that's huge. magical. Yeah, It really is. And like the reminder for me is, it's just that those little things, like what a simple little thing to do that we might dismiss and say, mm-hmm. you know, what would this actually do for me? What would standing mm-hmm. out in the grass for two minutes, that seems silly. That seems, cause there's lots of people that do believe that, but mm-hmm. you know, it, when you do it and you commit to doing it, you know, it, it just, it makes such a world of difference and it's such a, it's free. It, it's it's just our effort and our belief and allowing nature to to give mm-hmm. us what we need because the earth knows mm-hmm. exactly what to do our bodies know naturally what to do and like eric always said to me we don't need to tell the sun to come up we don't have yeah. to tell the sun what to do we don't tell the sun when it's time to come down it happens and that's the mm-hmm. way our bodies and the earth are it happens so something else that i committed to is uh, juicing in the morning. Now, I, I can't remember if I said this or not before, but I had, I don't have a juicer. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, I can't really do that. I used to do smoothies more and I'd always put the roughage in it. And I was like, oh, I don't really like that so much. <laughs> and so I would kind of have these excuses. So I'd go on little spurts of it here and there. Uh-huh. Well, I really was like, I, I'm really wanting to do some celery juicing. And just to let you guys all know, like I am uh, working through old habits of all or nothing. Okay. So I would always be all gung ho and go all into it. And if I couldn't go all into it, then I just wouldn't do it. Right. So for me, one of my practices has been, and I've done this for a long time, is making these little changes. Yes. Allowing myself to start wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm. And no matter what that is, if I can, so for example, if I can go outside and stand for 20 seconds, then that's what I'll do. But so for me, it was, what can I do for myself in the morning to help set my days up better? So what can I do to energize myself? And the celery juicing is what came through and that's what I felt drawn to. So what I did was I was like, well, I've got a bullet. I've got all of these, like I have everything here that I can do it with. I don't need to have the excuse that I need to have a fancy machine or to have this or have that. I can grind up the celery. I can take the cheesecloth and the strainer and I can put it in my cup and drink it, which is exactly what I've done. Now, does it take uh, a few extra steps to do that? Yes. But I also don't have a juicer to pull all apart and clean either. So, you know, it really, right. And and so I'm like, well, really, that is, you know, so I'm extending it into next week. I'm going to be doing the uh, detox smoothies. So I'm going to start moving into that. But I've really noticed, um, and yes, Eric's just saying, and it's belief too, because I, I know that it works. I believe it. I know that it works, but it's getting me to do it it's putting it into my my own habits and structures and yeah. um the biggest thing is to you guys is you know i think i've said this to you marin is that we're all on this journey and there's no such thing as perfection and the biggest thing that is so important to me is showing people 
that our spiritual journey is not this, let's get to this place of, ah, oh, you know, like I do everything right and I'm, I'm so light and I eat all the right foods and I do this. No, it's about what does my body need? Where am I right now? And how can I yeah. accept myself right now? And what can I do to make myself feel better from the inside out, whether that's our emotions or our mental state, our belief, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Because when we go through that process of just ticking off those boxes one at a time, then it starts to build and build. And then we have more energy to do more. Then we feel more motivated. And, and that really has been an ongoing process in so many different layers of my mental emotional physical so i'm very um i feel very blessed to be able to share that with people but yeah. i also want to show people that we can do anything with what we have we can i call it yes. the macgyver right i can macgyver yeah. anything and i can make well, it work i just love it because you're right yeah you don't need every contraption and honestly sometimes it's more work to have the big contraption like i just love that you have your little cheesecloth yes. and then second i kind of i like that you made the adjustment so i do um uh the fruit smoothie juices in the summer and then i kind of trail off because i'm kind of cold natured by heart or yeah. you know so it's like to have then the fruit juice in the cold weather, it's like, oh, yeah. but, or yeah. not juice, but smoothie, the ice yeah. smoothie. So, but yeah. to have like a healthy juice that's room temperature, like, hmm, I could do that. Yeah. And then yeah. you're right. It is about consistency, not intensity. They say that as long as you do something consistently, then you can increase your intensity, but it's yes. very hard to do something with a high intensity consistently. So, That's right. um, I love that you're doing that and following that philosophy yeah. and you're inspiring me. Now I want to go out and do this. Well, that, and that's the whole idea is it for us to inspire each other. And, you know, what's taking my mind too, is, uh, um, just in the idea of mediumship, when I started doing mediumship, um, publicly and was starting to go on social media, I didn't have any space. Like I literally started when I was still sick in bed. And if you look at my early, early videos on channeling Eric, I was in my bedroom, sitting on my bed, and I started seeing clients from the corner of my bedroom, and all I had was a MacGyvered stand, a bunch of books, and my phone. That's all I had because Eric told me, it's all in here. It's not about all yeah. of this. It's yeah. all in here. You don't need to have, he says, you will have a space. You will have your desk. You will have all those things. But I moved from that space when I got busier than I had to make a space in the laundry room because that's the only space we had until we finished our basement. And then I was able to move into another space in the basement until my space was being finished. And then I got the desk that I wanted. And But do you see, it's all the same, whether it is something that we're, you know, with mediumship or our diet or a relationship. It's all about finding what you need, obtaining it, recognizing it, and having gratitude for it in wherever we are. Because the continuation yeah. of doing that will build. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love so that's that. my two cents worth from my week, but I do feel really good. I feel a lot better. And okay. I'm starting to, anybody who missed sessions while I was sick, I'm going to start rescheduling this week. 
So if you're watching this and you need a session and you haven't heard from me, please reach out. And um, I'm doing my best to get everybody in in a timely fashion while still honoring my my time. That's one thing that Eric said to me is make sure that you don't overwhelm yourself. Yes, don't. That's how you got into this predicament in the first exactly, place. Exactly. So. Exactly. So yeah. the patience of everybody else is so, I'm very, very grateful because I have had nothing but amazing people. So oh, that's great. Very patient and amazing. So thank you. That's great. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I have a story um, about, like, I'm just confused and I need your insight on this. So um, I have a cousin and he, what, like about a year ago, he came to me saying he was looking for a new job. And if I could, like, what do I see for him? Like, can I, you know, help him out um, with my abilities and see what I get? And so I got, uh, let's see, when I first talked to him, I kind of felt like it was going to be a job he'd already looked at. And so it would be something that was coming back to him. And then I saw, I saw baby Jesus. <laughs> I saw and this, this was like, I guess it wouldn't be a year ago. This was like right after Christmas. So I'm like, okay. I don't think it's going to be a year. Like, I don't know why I'm seeing it was like Jesus in the manger and like the, like the grass was underneath them. And like, you could see like Mary and Joseph, I could tell it was like a little manger scene. I, like, I don't know, but that's what I see, you know? And then, um, and then we kind of left it. And then one random day, like, you know, I'll just like get information randomly. And I was like brushing my teeth and I heard someone say, it's going to be August. August is going to be really good. It's going to be August. So I called him up and I was like, it's going to be August. Like I really feel so mm -hmm. good about August mm -hmm. and I kind of left it and we kind of went about our, um, business, you know, didn't really talk to him much. And then sure enough, he calls me up this month and says, guess what? I got a job interview and it's August and it's a job that I've looked at before. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's a job you've looked at before. It's August. I have no idea where baby Jesus fits in there, but like, great, you know, I'm really happy yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so then he uh, was going to have the interview that Friday and then that month and when he had that interview, they said it, he was going to find out like early the next week. Well, I went to one of the schools that I work at as a Catholic school. And I went to that school for the very first time that Monday and, uh, went to the bathroom and in the teacher bathroom in the teacher's lounge, there's like a little shelf and it used to have a picture of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the, te the teachers got a little nervous that Jesus was watching them go to the bathroom or something. So this year, it's baby Jesus in the manger. <laughs> so okay, okay. I like, I like go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, it's baby Jesus. Oh it's the gosh, sign. That was yeah. my other sign. Uh -huh. And so I called him up and I was like, Hey, did you hear anything? Like, I think, you know, you're going to get it soon. And, um, he hadn't heard anything. And I was like, okay, I've like got really good feelings. Cause I just saw baby Jesus. And he was like, what was baby Jesus? Like he didn't even remember that one. Um, and then, uh, 
later that week, he calls me up and he said he didn't get the job. And I was like, wait, I don't understand. All the signs were there. You asked the question. I saw the signs Mm -hmm. and they all manifested Mm -hmm. and there's no job. So I felt a lot of denial, right? Like this can't be, this can't be. So Mm -hmm. then I said um, a prayer to my spirit guide. I said, if this is a job that is like, there's been a mistake and it's going to come back to him, show me a boomerang. And if this is a job where we're done and we need to move on, show me a kangaroo and I need 20, you need to show me in 24 hours. So, uh, the next day is I've almost been 24 hours. I'm outside in the backyard playing with my kids, I was playing soccer. And I'm kind of having this like internal dialogue in my head as I'm playing, like, why have you not uh, given me the sign yet? Like I, you know, I asked for the sign. I have seen nothing, no animals, no Australian references, like nothing. Like when yeah. am I going to get this sign? And I kind of heard like, Dude, if you asked for some pretty specific signage, it's going to take me a minute to like set it up and tee it up for you. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, (sighs) well, we're in the backyard. We have this like walking path along our backyard. And, um, every time we're in the backyard, we have this one neighbor who always sees us and always comes out to talk to us whenever we're in our backyard. I mean, like it is without fail. So he comes out, comes to the little back walking thing. And I'm like, Hey, how are you? And he's like, I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'm just playing soccer with my kids. Got games tomorrow. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like expecting him at this point to like keep on walking. And he's just sitting there and I'm, or standing there. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to make conversation. So I was like, ah, what are you doing this weekend? And he said, oh, I'm going to the zoo. And I go, oh, well, I hope you, um, you got to go check out that new kangaroo exhibit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just said kangaroo. Like <laughs> she set me up to like say it myself. So, um, so anyways, like, I'm like, okay, like this, this opportunity is done. So Michelle, I'm sure there's so many um, people that have gone to mediums before psychics, mediums, whatever. And they say, you know, I'm seeing this for you. Like, I think this is going to happen for you or whatever. Like they tell you this, this, and this, and then it like does not come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I've, and like, and then it makes us seem you know, my cousin was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to talk about this with you anymore because like, this is just false hopes. And it kind of yeah. really let me because I was like, well, like I saw everything right. Like everything came to fruition except for yeah. the one thing that you had asked for. Yeah, right. Right. So, yeah. um, so yeah. So what do you like, does this ever happen to you? Like mm-hmm. what? And I'm sure this has happened to, you know, listeners like what, what do you, what, what happened? What happened? Well, there's a few things at play. Um, so I'll speak to the, I'll kind of speak to the actual process itself first and then kind of get into some detail because when it comes to, and, and many people, during sessions, ask questions about their about jobs, about relationships, about the future, and psychic energy. Psychic is a word that we use to understand pulling in information that is not known by physical representation. It's it's premonition, which 
is slightly different than what we're talking about. But when somebody's, so I'll give an example first before I explain the detail of it. So I have a friend, a very good friend, and she had come to me um, after a major life change. And that life change was a, a, a divorce and separation. And she had always really wanted to have a daughter. And the son that she had, she had adopted. And it was just like, this boy just looks like her, like looks like, it just, it was such a divine, amazing connection with the son to begin with. And she had actually said, you know, I'd always hoped that the birth mother for her adoptive son would have another child so that I could adopt. And there was a girl, so I could adopt a sibling. Now, things like this, okay, like that's pretty out there and pretty specific. Mm -hmm. So what is happening is she tapping into a desire of something that's already in her blueprint that's coming to her or mm -hmm. is she creating it? Well, it's a bit of both, right? It's, okay. it's really not all one thing. So in regards to what we're speaking of, so yes, I got, yes, a baby is coming. I was like, wow. And, and now keep in mind, these things can be very hard to tell somebody, even though you know that sign is very clear. Because yeah. there, there is this kind of gray area with it. And I'm always very clear to tell somebody, yes, this is what's coming through. But at the same time, you know, I may feel it at this time. But is that exactly it? Or can things change? Yes, they can. And I'll tell you why. But with this particular um, girl, the timing that came through was around December. And we were at the end of August at this time. And what actually ended up happening, so December was what was given to us. No baby came in December. No, nothing happened in December. So for her, that was like, huh, maybe it's not going to happen. But, you know, there's still hope there, but maybe it's not going to happen. I kept getting it's still happening. It's still happening. There was a baby coming. Well, something did happen in December, but it was some changes that happened to allow for the next stages, which unfolded about mm -hmm. two months after that. And she got a phone call that, yes, there is a baby. And that baby is her child's actual sibling. And that wow. baby is coming. And it was, she was asked if she would like to potentially adopt this child. So right wow. now she has adopted this child. And so she has this baby, right? That's now that, that was a pretty amazing circumstance. And she was working very hard um, starting her spiritual journey and really working through a lot of things that you know, she didn't fully understand. So in that circumstance, what happened? Why didn't it happen in December? Well, there's a lot of um, behind the scenes. We have free will. There's a lot of decisions that other people are making. There's a lot of moving parts that we can't see. And so when we energetically attach ourselves to the belief that that baby is coming into my life, I'm going to know and have this moment in December. We're putting a lot of weight on that happening, which what that does energetically is that, like I use this example all the time, it's like going from a six-lane highway to a two-lane highway or a one-way highway. Mm -hmm. When we put 
when we put a lot of focus on being at that time, then just like how your spirit guide said, hey, it takes me time to to get this sign to do this. Like you just asked me for something very specific. It takes some time. Well, when it's something that has a lot of weight on it, emotional weight, a lot of importance for one reason or another, it becomes a, um, say, a little heavier vibration, right? And then when we put specific to it, it's even heavier because then the energy has to move through smaller pathways. They don't have as much flexibility. So that's why you hear all the time, be open, practice non-attachment, because the key of this is the belief of what is coming, but practicing not attaching to how and when. Because what gets us into trouble is we put all of these, um, and when this happens, then I can do this, and then this will happen, and then this will happen. So we start to build all of these expectations on this thing taking place. So in this situation, your signs and everything that you received are exactly right. You were getting all the signs. What we don't always know, and being a, a medium, uh, working with energy, psychic, however we want to describe it, does not make us the be-all and end-all of knowing everything. That truly, you, the individual, the person that is going through the experience, you will always know better for yourself. And the practice of trusting and working through that yourself is going to give you the most benefit because a person could come to me over and over again and I can still say to them, yes, that energy is still there. Yes, it's still coming, but spirit will give signposts of times and that may be a potential because remember, we're looking at energy based on where things are right now. So when you're looking at energy for somebody, it's where they are in their life, in that moment, from the decisions that have already been made, the reactions that have already been made. It's a projection of many timelines because there are many okay. different ways something could go. So what comes forward, and my intent is I ask to be shown what the most available timeline would be based on where things are right now. Now, sometimes we'll get guidance of, well, if you make this choice, this is more likely to happen. There are other times where you may connect with somebody and it's very clear it's about to happen. And those come in real strong. You know, it's in, and this comes from continuous practice of working with energy. But when you're being given all the signs, the first thing to know is spirit is not wrong at what they're giving you. We humanly may interpret it differently, meaning that we might be attaching, especially when it's somebody like, you know, a friend where we already have a relationship, mm -hmm. right, with, and we really want for them to have that experience or yes, this job is coming for you, you know, but no understanding the energy and how it works that is more beneficial than attaching an outcome 
to I will only be happy because here's the thing many people attach a even if it's a subconscious thing attach themselves to I'll be happy when and this could go right back to what I was talking about earlier about the um, the mediumship of uh, if I had the belief that I would only have people come to me because I had the right setup and and oh, that is mm -hmm. not a conscious thought that's all these subconscious things of why we do what we do if I do mm -hmm. that well then I would have blocked myself from mm -hmm. experiencing that abundance of having people come to me because my belief system would be that I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough in where until. I'm at yeah. until, right? So these all come back to belief systems. They all come back to what do I believe? Why do I believe it? What do I feel this is giving for me? And what do I feel I do not have right now? Right? So there, there's a lot of um, deeper things within us as to why things play out. Now, with that circumstance as well, is that the timing of August, well, there are some big changes and it is a big month because when spirit's giving us information, what is biggest to spirit is the growth within us, is the, because they're seeing what our soul has wanted to do in this life. And so mm -hmm. it is often a celebration that, say, being turned down for that job would create a change in that person. And that change would then allow them to, say, enter that next chapter of their life, which will bring something better. Okay, so we can understand that, but what about the person that, say, is not looking at any of this? And they're saying, practically, why did I get denied? Why did this not happen? Well, that comes down to, again, um, really, it's, it's the belief. It's the belief that something is wrong. It's the belief that I've been denied something, so I've done something wrong, or I don't deserve this. When all along, it may have been that very circumstance that was able to shift or start to go deeper that then would allow the opportunity that really is meant to come in. Yeah. Because that denial is actually a door opener. Yeah. But the other part too, as, as readers, as, um, you know, sitting down for this for other people, we have to practice not taking on the responsibility of things not occurring in the way that we may have seen it. So it, it's important to me that, you know, when I'm providing something for somebody, I always make sure that I explain to the best of my ability that I explain energetically, like what's taking place, put the power back into the person that's asking, because that's where it comes from. Spirit is okay. uh, helping. They're not doing it for us. We are the ones here on earth doing. And so what we're yeah. being given is signs and guidance. But the important part is, is those signs are there. Those signs are not wrong. It's telling you you're on the right track. When you okay. receive those like, signs. Mm -hmm. It's like the quantum probability, right? Like, so. Yes. This is what I see yes. in this. 
So does that mean that like we are we we're more accurate with the closer things are like time wise like yes predicting yes. closer events we're more accurate with cuz yes. less can like theoretically change yes. in a timeline. Right. Right. Okay. Now there's um a, I call it like wild card moments. There are things that can transpire. And a lot of times when something like that happens, there's like a divinity to it. Like this has to happen. And we're not always yeah. going to be told everything. There's a lot of times right. where, um, you know, spirit says nothing about something that's coming. And that all has to do with honoring the soul and what the soul is going yeah. to experience yeah. because that is part of like spirit will not um if the soul says i want to experience um what it feels like to be completely blindsided betrayal yes they're not going to warn about that but if it's something that's coming that can be avoided or that information can help make a, a shift then that will come through so it's also the trust as readers that what comes through really is the best for that person. And as hard as an experience may be for somebody to walk through, we know that they will always be okay. We know that that trust of knowing I am okay no matter what happens, that's how I learn, that's how I raise my vibration. It's the key is not uh, allowing the circumstances to tell us what's coming next because that's not what does it the circumstances do not tell us what our next steps are in our mind we may say well i've felt disappointment before i felt this before i'm looking into something that i have no hope well we have to experience not having hope to be able to come back to hope yeah right so all of these are it's not really a black and white answer of why that happens. There are many different pieces to why this takes place and quantum probabilities. It is a big part of it. Um, you know, the other thing too, is that we have different versions of earth vibrationally. So we oh, are moving ourselves. Yeah. And, and that's a big, I mean, that's a whole other topic that we can really get into. But there's so much to consciousness, right, and to our experience with consciousness that we could go into so many topics with this. But the bottom line is with all of this is that you want to do the best you can for yourself where you're at. And what is the best belief for yourself with what the circumstances are? Because the circumstances are driven from what's in here. So when something happens, you go, oh, I didn't expect it to go that way. You have to remember that it's not because something is wrong. There is something to that. There is an experience. What if that experience, and I'm sure everybody can understand this, and to say, if I didn't have that experience, then I wouldn't have got through this. I wouldn't have been set up with this. I'll bring it right back to my diagnosis. Had I not had cancer, I wouldn't be sitting here today with you, Marin. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be doing what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. So a very hard thing to accept. And it doesn't mean that in that moment I understood that, but I had to go through a process 
to understand that and to see that the opportunities I was really looking for would present themselves by going deeper within myself at that time. And that's really where all the power is. So we're really seeing what's being created from the inside, expanded into the world. It's just really hard as a human. Like I get all that, but sometimes yeah. I want to know the when and the how. You know, of course, of course. And sometimes we do so. get that. But but this is the thing through more and more experience, because we have to also remember that, you know, we are toe dipped in two different worlds, and we're mm-hmm. learning how to integrate them. We're learning how to be able to balance and to mm-hmm. be able to ground this information in the physical world to have more fulfillment in our life, to feel more joy, more peace, um, to, to have a life that we really want to have here. And it's not easy balancing a lot of these concepts and understandings and balancing mm-hmm. them with, you know, the day-to-day humanness of but I just need the directions I just need to know how you know how and when I just need yes. to know it but but even universal law yeah right go right back to universal law when you ask when you put it out there it's there it is there you have to trust and that this is the path of building that trust trust does not come by saying I didn't get it and deflating and right right that is a cycle that is a cycle is that an important cycle if you need that in your experience yes it absolutely is but you don't have to do that trust comes from continuously putting that vulnerability forward and saying I know I'm okay if it doesn't happen but I see the signs I feel it I trust myself it's that process all of this our healing is a continuous process in ourself and where we are connected naturally that natural life force that comes through us it's trusting in that because we can uh that's a good point too i'm just being reminded how many people will um like blame the spirit guides like you let me down yeah. yeah you didn't you know you let me down you um, you, you didn't come through for me. I don't want to talk to you. I'm mad at you, you know, but it's, it's not truly that way because they can only support and guide because they are also honoring a soul blueprint as well as honoring our free will to do what we're doing. But at the same time, when we don't understand or we're going to be where our beliefs are at. So each one of us truly does do the best we can with where our consciousness is. And we may get to a point because we always will as we grow and look back and go, wow, if I had have known that then, or if I had have then I, that would have never bothered me or I would have had to go through that. But it's that understanding that I grow. And when I focus on continuously growing, I remind myself that I am doing the very best I can. And when it comes up that I could have done better, well, don't be afraid to go there and say, what is that? What could I have done differently? Because that's what this is all about. And vulnerability is what brings us deeper trust. Being vulnerable. I love this, Michelle. Keep going through. Those are the two. I love it. 
I feel like That's my whole one. life plan is like flashing before my eyes. Like, yeah, this is, this is why I have this gift. This is everything because I have to learn all these lessons. And this is the best way to learn these lessons. Yeah. So it really is. I love it. It really is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your insight. It makes me feel a lot better. Definitely more comfortable with the situation and mm-hmm. why things happen the way they happened. And mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be able to get back to him and, you know, give him yeah. some comfort. And um, and it's always it's within us. That's just yes. where we always have to go, and, right? And he'll get through it. And he'll get through it because he is, he's at a point, I feel that um, there's so much changing in him. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not, we, we do need to go within ourselves, even if that's denying somebody or denying a relationship or connection, we have to go within ourselves to really figure things out, to process mm-hmm. and to experience. And that's such an important piece of it. We can't bypass that stuff. We have to do mm-hmm. it. So th- that's what's happening. And he will see that it will unfold. It's just that piece of trust. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so okay. much, Michelle. You're welcome. I hope you have a wonderful week, everyone. Yes. I hope you have a wonderful week. And we will yeah, see same you to next you. week. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for coming. Bye. Thanks you to all the new subscribers, too. We love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs>